Hello and welcome to Nerd Vomit. My name is Doug. I'm a nerd and I vomit. I'm joined by my co-vomiting nerd, Calvin. Hello, everybody. The only show that's wearing an inspirational nerd shirt. Yes, you are. Uh, instead of, uh, it's not Latin, but like, you know, what doesn't, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got what doesn't kill you gives you XP, which is just a nerdy way of saying that. Yes. It was just funny because I had to explain XP to my mom when she saw me in the shirt. And she's like, what's XP? And like, experience points. And she goes, well, that starts with E. And I'm like, <laughs> well, but not the abbreviation? Obviously not a gamer, my mom. Adorable little 72-year-old that she is. N- not a gamer. It uh, depends on the game. Actually, I will say she liked Duck Hunt and Tetris. Which I know dates me for the original <laughs> Nintendo system. Yeah. But yeah, she liked Duck Hunt and Tetris. And I had the uh, the limited edition like orange gun. Do you remember the that? orange gun? Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I had the orange, orange gun. gun. Yeah, that was the best because she was like, "You've been a bad kid. Go to your room." I'm like, "All right." <laughs> like, there's a Nintendo and cable. All right. You're not really. Not really. And then I can take a nap. Like, okay. Like, well. You're not really punishing me. Make me go outside. That was my punishment. <laughs> um, well, we're gonna get into all the things. So when I actually do hashtag that on our social media, I do mean it. We're actually talking about like all the things. Yes. Um, we'll start with Werewolf by Night. Because um, there's su- some stuff that's going to be a little open-ended. Yeah. A surprise drop that I didn't realize was coming at all. Out of the blue, Werewolf by Night. Which... Um, I knew it was coming. It was just one of those, like, I, I knew it was going to be this month. Which surprisingly is they never put horror movies out in October. It's so weird. Mm-hmm. Like, in, in terms of, like, theaters, like, they never put... All, uh, Scary movies out in, in, no. um, in uh, around October. It's weird. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess the last, that literally last Halloween movie just came out, but mm-hmm. like this last weekend. Yeah, and it's not getting great reviews, like at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but Werewolf by Night special presentation yeah. uh, by Marvel, first one. Um, I loved the opening credit of it looked at the old CBS, yeah, uh, or maybe NBC special presentation. Mm-hmm. They changed the uh, kind of Marvel fanfare to have like switched to black and white, mm-hmm. with, with the claw Bomb, marks going claw through marks it. Claw marks going through it. Mm-hmm. Kind of setting the tone that like this was going to be different. Yep. Um, I liked it. I liked it a lot. I know the main the main guy that plays the werewolf by night, which whose name I'm suddenly blanking on. Um, not the actor's name, but the the character. But mm-hmm. that's like John Lockley or something like that. Something like that. Something like that. Um, but it's oh, Bernal Garcia or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess he was in like Narcos or he played Che Guevara and a bunch of stuff. Um, and in the Motorcycle Diaries, that sounds about right. That sounds about right. Um, he did a great job. Mm-hmm. He really did. Uh, actually, everyone in this movie played great. I mean, I there were really outside of him, there were no names. Right. Um, but the guy that played like one of the rival vamp, uh, monster hunters yeah. was good. They got the axe. Yeah, yeah. The, the, uh, the you had Elsa guy. Bloodstone, which mm-hmm. that's a that's a deep, deep cut, dig. deep dig in yeah. Marvel. I honestly, I only know Elsa Bloodstone from Next Wave. Yeah, when like mm-hmm. it's kind of like a joke version of herself, where like her dad throws her into a pit with a monster and a spork and goes, you know, Have this fun. is yeah, this is like you know. The blood beast of, you know, Nicaragua or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, they did kind of touch on her origin with that word. A little bit, but not a lot. So. Um, but basically the premise is 
all these monster hunters get together yeah. to basically hunt themselves, well, hunt the others and a monster. Mm-hmm. We'll get to that monster later because it was worth right. it. Mm-hmm. Worth it. Um, to get the bloodstone, which grants um, longevity, super strength, and I think, what is it, weakens the supernatural? Weakens, weakens the supernatural. Which doesn't make any sense because they have like a pride of like taking out like the the, 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 big, the biggest and baddest. Like, yeah. That seems like a cheat code to me, but that's kind of it. Kind of is. But I, I I get it that it's like mm-hmm. you know you get you get like bragging rights because you kill all these monsters. Yeah. Um, and they go in the room and they have all these monster trophies and all these heads of people that are, of creatures that have killed in the past. Yeah, were With those nothing. actual? I don't Monsters? know. What, I don't. I don't know what they were referencing to. I'm sure they probably were somewhere in the Marvel universe and somewhere. But it, it reminded me of like, but it was just kind of cool looking monster heads. You're like, oh, yeah. I would like to know this backstory to that guy. And what that guy? Well, and it was like all everything was like practical effects. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, there was obviously CGI, but because you just can't get away from that nowadays. But like, the practical effects were great. Um, you find out, werewolf by night's a werewolf by night. Um, mm-hmm. The monster they're hunting, which I love that they really did hold off on the reveal immediately, and yeah. then the reveal you get is so it's it's silly, but in the best possible way, where it's just yeah. like you know hedge maze like wall type of thing, mm-hmm. and like werewolf by night sees you know the shrubbery move, and you know I'm like you're like oh fuck like here it comes, yeah. and he's all like pops out, and there's man, man thing. thing. Or Ted. Or Ted. Which Hi, Ted. And he's like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Ted. Mm-hmm. Man-Thing is effectively, which I'm glad they actually did bring in his weird superpower. Um, Man-Thing is effectively Marvel's Swamp Thing. Um, mm-hmm. But with the added ability that he, what is it? He, pe- people fear burn at his touch or something like that, famously, mm-hmm. is the tagline. Yeah. All I know is that I have both a hero click of him and his first appearance because when I worked at My Lie Comics, of course I had to get it right. so that I could talk to girls and go, want to come back to my place and see my giant-sized man thing. And that just to, caught Kayla I was, I, was, I was waiting if that was going to happen when you said that. That's an actual name of an issue of the character man thing, and it's literally called giant-sized man thing. It's actually one thing. of his issues, the man thing. Yeah, it's issue one, and the whole... <laughs> So I had to get that as a joke, like, want to come over and see my giant-sized man thing? Because, you know, saying, you want to come over and see my ROM Space Knight doesn't really work. Uh-huh. And yes, I do have ROM Space Knight number one. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, um, so, he ends up saving Ted, and this is, it's a buddy has saved him repeatedly. Yeah. Um, and that they're friends. They're friends, yeah. Which, and that, like, good monsters have to stick together against these asshole hunters. Monster hunters. Who all get taken out kind of in very creative and awesome ways by oh, Elsa. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Elsa takes out a bunch of them. She one. cuts off one dude's hand Man. with a crossbow. Mm-hmm. And then takes the crossbow like a fucking pimp. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the way, just so you know, I know last week I made some very bold declarations about um, Daredevil and The Matrix. <laughs> Uh, and stuff like that. I'm I'm not gonna say this is the best horror movie ever. Don't don't worry. <laughs> um, but in terms of Marvel, really, now I say Marvel touching on horror now because you really haven't had that. I mean, you get some of it with Doctor Strange too, a little bit, but not a lot. I mean, I, I'd be interested to see what they do with Midnight Suns since 
Sony still got Morbius. Right. Um, Or they can just build a world, but or they can just build a world with Man Thing and Werewolf by Night and see what happens. Wasn't there another character named Man Wolf? Yeah. It was it it was J. Jonah Jameson's son, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, I mean, I don't think you want to have like overlapping wolf characters. That seems lazy. Um, but uh, yeah, I liked it. I loved that it was like in black and white. They had the um, what do they call them? Cigarette burns. Yeah. In the corner, it's like yeah. it, that popped up every it, once in a while it, to it make was, an homage to the fact that they're old horror movies. Yeah. Do that all the time. Um, and like, and it had like that sensibility. Um, like the the wind up the wind up like corpse host right <laughs> like okay yeah like that almost could have been the most scariest thing in there is here's your dead dad as a puppet mm. and he's all like oh welcome to my place good hunting or he, like, yeah. he has like a pun in there like a like a tales from the crypt level pun yeah I got a yeah very tales of the crypt kind of yeah 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 particular and it scene. looked like the it kind of reminded me of um, the corpse that Hellboy carries around in the first movie oh, yeah like. That type of practical effect, um, and just I mean, it, it was it was less than an hour long. Yeah, um, the character arcs fucking worked. Like you felt mm-hmm. you felt sympathy for Man Thing or Ted. Mm-hmm. You felt sympathy for Werewolf by Night. Right. Um, you connected with Elsa, and like we said, mm-hmm. we don't really get into her backstory very much. Of like, no, that her was... father trained her like, pretty much, like as a little kid to like. Fight monsters, fight monsters and throw them in the deep end like immediately. Right. Um, and that's really the only exposition you get on her is, I was trained in doing this and then went off to do training. Like, like since I was born type yeah. of thing. And it's like, you know, I don't talk about my childhood. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, okay. Um, at the very end, happy ending. Elsa gets a bloodstone, her birthright. Mm-hmm. Werewolf by night gets coffee with man thing. Yes. <laughs> um... And color gets introduced. Yeah, color gets introduced to, to um, just so you can see Man Thing's red eyes. Well, and also Bloodstone's mm-hmm. red jacket, mm-hmm. and um, they did it black and white to avoid um, getting a harsher rating because of the blood, which yeah, really there wasn't. Well, I guess there, now that I think about, it, there actually kind of was. There was a lot of blood in there. It was because when they when they cut off what's his name's hand, mm-hmm. crossbow guy. Yeah, they slit a f- they, they slit, slit a, throat. Few, a few throats mm-hmm. in the the third act, and I can't remember how Axe Guy dies. But it was probably brutal. Mm-hmm. Um, there was the oh werewolf by night gets him. I think that's when he turns when he turns into a werewolf. Yeah, which I was gonna say because that's the whole thing was him turning into a werewolf eventually, and then he just rips some people to shreds. Which was. Some of the best, no, I would just say some of the best. I'm not going to make that bold of a claim again. But the way they shot that, where, like, you don't really see his transformation. No. Um, he, they kind of pull from, um, I want to say, is it John Landis who did the werewolf, um, werewolf in Paris? No, not werewolf in Paris. Werewolf in London. Werewolf in London. Mm-hmm. Where it's, like, everything's, like, in the shadows. You just see, like... Kind of the transformation of the body, and then like yeah. everything's in sh- like and when you see like, the shadow changing into a wolf, right? Like it was a nod to that where I'm like, that's how you fucking do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like you know you had the nod to the somewhere over the rainbow when everything starts turning into color. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
where's it going? Who knows? Who knows? Might just be a one. Might just be a one-off, and then just leave it at that. I'd honestly be okay with I'd that. I'd be okay with that too. Um, I'd be okay with maybe a holiday like like special every that kind of builds on something like some of the lesser-known horror creatures. Right. Because um, I mean, Banthing does, but he burns at least two people, if I recall right. Yeah. That that you know, that no fear. Um, but God, Elsa Bloodstone, Werewolf by Night, and Man Thing. Once again, if you would have told me years ago, they'd make like kind of a mini movie with those three characters. I'm like, there's no way. No one gives a shit about these characters. No. You and I give a shit about these characters, but no one else. I mean, once again, Guardians of the Galaxy, perfect example. Like. You've got a talking raccoon and a giant tree and a green lady and, and a human that no one knows about. Right. Like, that wasn't even the original lineup. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, Yondu. Yondu was in there. Yondu was original. Mm-hmm. Mm. And they do introduce the original Guardians at the end of the second one. They do. Because there, there was Charlie 27, Martinex. Yeah, they were all um, featured at the end of the yeah, second Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's not who you got introduced to first. No, so no, no, no. So that's not the Guardians. But of even Windows. still, like, mm-hmm. you throw a fucking what Vance Astro or whatever that guy's name was, mm-hmm. Starhawk. Like, that's even fucking way deeper. Yeah. Um, but don't work by night. Great. Yeah. Highly recommend it. Quick watch. Um, you get in, you get out. You get exactly what you want out of it. Um, maybe even a little bit more, in my opinion. Um, I didn't go in with, like, super high expectations. I went in with none. I was like, okay, like, it's, yeah, it's going to be a black and white horror movie. And it was like, oh, I, wow, I really liked all the characters. Yeah. Um, speaking about liking all the characters, uh, the She-Hulk finale. Oh, yes, the She-Hulk finale. I know last week we talked about that episode. Yeah. Um, the finale was fucking awesome. We <laughs> talked off air. <laughs> That I didn't expect to like She-Hulk as much as I did. But yeah, it, it quickly became one of the, It's right there with um, Scarlet Witch and WandaVision. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's right up it, there with it was, it was It was well-written, quirky. Actually, I put, I put it above... Well, would I put it above WandaVision? That's a question. Yep. That's, you're the one for making bold proclamations. I know, I know. That would be a pretty bold one, saying that's the best one they've done. I don't think... No. It, it, it appealed to our sensibilities and what we find funny. Yes. But I don't know if it actually it, beat WandaVision. It was kind of like when when we watched MODOK. Like, you have to have a certain sense of humor to get it. Right. Um, they took the fourth wall breaking to the extreme where she yeah. eventually smashes through Netflix. Disney Plus. Was it? Was that? Is that the... That's their thing. They're Disney. So it's the Disney Plus menu that she breaks. Okay. Uh, enters the... Re- well, she let's finished. start with the opening credits. Yes, the opening credits is... Which is a fantastic callback to the original Incredible Hulk with um, Bixby and, and Ferrigno. Mm-hmm. The, I don't know if they cast, like, a dude or a really jacked lady for the uh, the Hulk scenes. I'm going to say... It's, I'm still going to go with my original thought. It was just Lou, fin- Lou Ferrigno with a different head. I think they CGI'd a different head on his body. Okay. But I I'm gonna have to could, I, mean, I could I, not back that up at all. I didn't But it was research. so funny that it was so like obviously a human being mm-hmm. like out of ripped clothes. Oh god, it's so great. Um 
So yeah, that was the opening. It, if you remember it from the freaking seventies. Mm. Which, I mean, I remember it from the 80s. I like, remember from the 80s because that's when I watched the reruns. <laughs> exactly. Um, like, I've still never seen the one with the, the TV movie with Thor. That have Thor and Daredevil, now that I think about it? Or was Daredevil on his own on one? Mm. There was one with Daredevil in it because it was his, the Black Eyeless. Oh, okay. Well, I'll take your word for it because I don't remember that one. I do remember the Thor one. Okay. I do remember Thor. I think that it. might have been the Trial of Hulk. Something like that. Okay. Um, so it opens with that. Which was awesome. Then we get into the whole intelligentsia. Yeah. Which is part of the Abominaste or whatever it is. And also which, Jen's repercussions of turning into She-Hulk. She has to wear that. Oh, uh, the inhibitor. The inhibitor. Oh my god, I love that. Like It just went to like like a blank screen. She's like, hold on, let me take out some inhibitor. Oh, there we go. Yep. Like... Everything was like, it was done so well where you're like, oh, there's no need for exposition. Let's just move this along. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it went into Intelligentsia or whatever. Which is like basically n- neo-Nazis against Hulk. Well, against fem- uh, female. female Hulk. Or females. Because they start bashing on um, Lady, Lady Thor. Thor. So, Lady Thor is constant in this universe, so it's after Thor, Love and Thunder. Yeah. Um, so, there's that. The rich kid was the bad guy. The rich I'll kid was the bad guy. Spoilers at the beginning. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kind of saw that coming because he kept popping up yeah, randomly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Um, you get the reveal of obviously that dickhead Josh was the guy who like leaked the sex tape. Mm-hmm. Um, rich guy Josh got Hulk powers, at which point Hulk then joins the fight. Hulk just with shows up. Hulk just shows up and fights him. Fights Abomination because he's holding Jen. That's right, that's right, that's right. Because... Oh, because she has to, still has the inhibitor. She still has the inhibitor and he's... Josh is still hulking out and so he's like picking her up and going, I'm going to move you over here and then I'm going to fight him. Then Hulk comes in and goes, this isn't what it looks like. And then they fight. And I don't for like remember, a hot second. For like, a hot second. And I don't remember the height difference being that extreme. In, no, I don't the, either. Because between the Hulk and the Abomination. I always thought they were level kind of... But you got to remember, if we're including this in continuity, now that he's Professor Hulk... He's not as big. Right, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to go as far as to, like, include the Ang Lee version, where, like, the more angry he gets, the bigger yeah, and bigger gets. he gets. Mm-hmm. Which doesn't make... I mean, I guess physically would make sense, because he'd have to have muscle growth to become stronger, but... Yeah. That movie also had a Hulk poodle in it, so less said the better. <laughs> mm. so, so all that was going on, that fight was going on, and then who should show up? Tanya shows up. She busts yeah. a hole in the wall and comes in, this, which is the best joke ever. That lady does not, not like doors. <laughs> um, and then she all stops the fight by breaking the fourth wall and goes, this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. <laughs> None of this makes sense. None of these storylines connect. Is this even working for the audience? You guys is looking at the fourth wall. Is it even working for you? And then they cut it to the Disney screen. She goes, no, 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 I'm going to fix this. And goes into, like, was it behind the studio or whatever yeah. it is? Yeah, that was goes cool. Goes to the writer's room of She-Hulk and is like, what are you hacks doing? Like, the bad guy stole my blood to become my arch nemesis. That's been like, done. Been done ad nauseum. Mm-hmm. At which point she demands to talk to Kevin. Yes. Which obviously alludes to Kevin Feige, the head of Marvel Studios. Mm-hmm. Now, I thought, 
oh, this is going to be fun because Kevin Feige's going to be in it. And he's going to be like, oh, well, I mean, we just thought, like, you know, general consumption, like, you know. What? Mm-hmm. Um, we got to appeal to a broad mar- market. Like, you're, you know. Nope. Mm-mm. Kevin is something completely different. I can't remember what it actually stands for, but it's an acronym for, like, this computer that, like, generates Marvel movies. It's such a convoluted acronym, though. That's why I can't remember it. Yeah. Um, Let's put words together that figure out where Kevin is. But but. it also, obviously, is making fun of Kevin Feige. Yes. Um, And She-Hulk managed to talk him into... Changing the finale. Because as a Hulk and... You're not talking about South Air. As a Hulk, she smashes mm-hmm. fourth walls, bad endings, and sometimes Matt Murdock. Which I wish I could deliver like she did because it was pitch perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, there's allusions to the X Men, mm-hmm. which they've been. This is the third allusion to the X Men, at least, because it was guy with knives in his hands or whatever it was. There was the makeup um, brushes between the fingers, mm-hmm. and her just finally going like. When are we getting the X-Men? When are we getting the X-Men? Not now. Um, Can't tell you this at this time. <laughs> and she talked about, you know... Uh, it was something about how they didn't have the time for some kind of exposition from where, where Hulk has been. Right. And whether it's like a Sakarian warship or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And they go, oh, we'll save that for the movie. Mm-hmm. And, um, right. One thing, I'd be very interested to see when they start introducing all of the... Like Disney Plus characters, like yeah. you're gonna need like a Defenders kind of ish, like bringing them all, all together, together moment. Because you're also just gonna have like a Loki variant, She-Hulk, um, second Hawkeye, um, a new Captain America, new I'm, Captain America, new Black Widow. Well, that's all Thunderbolts. No, no, that's all Thunderbolts. But like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they gotta all meet up at one point because yeah. I mean. Once in, or it's going to be a lot of exposition because everyone's going to go, there's a She-Hulk? Right. And she's going to stop the movie and go, get used to it. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a whole season about this. Catch yeah. Up. Catch up. So. Uh, at the very end, uh, yeah. Uh, Matt Murdock joins her for... Uh, at the very um, end, he joins her at the end. At the family dinner, that was great. Mm-hmm. Um, once again, I'm not going to go off on it, but I need more Daredevil. Cannot wait for Echo and um, Born Again. Mm-hmm. And hopefully She-Hulk season two. I'm crossing my fingers. Or at least a, cro- or at least a crossover She-Hulk and Daredevil, hopefully. Oh, that'd yeah? Be, that'd yeah. be fun. I think they have great chemistry. Yeah, they do. And Echo doesn't bang Matt Murdock, does she? Oh, yeah, she totally does, doesn't she? Mm-hmm. What feel antagonist doesn't bang Matt Murdock at this point? Pretty much. Um, anyway. And then, uh, they, then they sit, sit and kind of sit... Then they kind of introduce Hulk's son, who just has... It's, is it Scar, Scar from Sakar? Yeah. Yikes. He pops up, and he's like, yeah, this is why I was gone. I had to go get my son. And then they don't talk about it ever again. Nope. <laughs> well, well, I mean, you got to assume he banged someone during Ragnarok. Yeah. I mean, that's just... Yes. Whereas two years away on, from Earth, he has a 14-year-old son. Because Hulks grow differently. Well, alien DNA, I would alien, say. Yeah, alien DNA, yeah. Hybrid DNA at that point. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to, you know, suspend belief on that bad boy. Yes. Um, post credit scene, you've got Abomination 
getting uh, jailbroke by Wong again. Again. After agreeing to have a 10-year prison sentence again. He was like, yeah, no problem. Then he's sitting there in his jail cell and Wong pops up. He's like, oh, you got Wi-Fi and... In uh, Comertage or whatever it is. Yeah. I guess. Well, because that was the joke in... Um, the first in Doctor the first Doctor Strange was, mm. oh yeah, and the Wi-Fi password is whatever. Mm-hmm. Magic is real or some dumb shit. Yeah. Um, and then we talked about it's off air, but uh, surprising lack of Madison on the season finale. Yes. And you actually explained it. To me. <laughs> we actually, and they actually came out with an article explaining it. I guess they made the finale episode before they did any of the other filming or any of the other episodes. And Madison wasn't included because Madison didn't exist yet. And so by the time Madison hit and she became super popular, they couldn't go back and add her into something they've already done, even though they probably really should have. Well, that would have been fun. There was the whole joke about She-Hulk turning back into Jen Walters off-camera because the the the, the, VX, the v, yeah. It was too expensive to do that on screen, so just and, step off screen for a And second. they said that the VX, uh, VFX department had moved on to a different project. Mm-hmm. Like, all the meta. Mm-hmm. Very, very much the meta. But yeah, I, great finale. Like, one time, yeah. not what I expected, subverted, you know, expectations across the board. And mm-hmm. so, uh, yeah, I, really, I couldn't have been happier with it. I really couldn't have. It was a really, really, really good show. Um, but hopefully still is. Hopefully still is, yes. Um, I know it was a critical darling. Didn't didn't have any of the jump rope scenes I expected. Um, that is true. I think that I think that ultimately, like as a fan, like as a fan service, that was really the only ball that got dropped. Yeah, was having something of her jump roping. It doesn't have to be even naked. It was like, oh, but just like mm-hmm. another one of those iconic. I think yeah. it was a panel or a cover. I'm not quite sure. Um, I think it was. I don't remember that one. Yeah, I don't remember if it was a cover or if it was a, a panel in She-Hulk. But um, speaking of homages, um, I watched Rob Zombie's. So what's happening? Oh, gotcha. <laughs> we're we're both we're both drinking on this episode and. We drink the same beer, and I got very confused. Got very panicked for one half a second. I was like, "Why?" But I knew what you were doing. (laughs) So, well, start making commercials like those. Jesus gets us. Yeah, it was like JesusGetsUs.com, and I'm like, "Oh, Calvin gets us. Gets her. Yeah, gets her." (laughs) Uh, personal Jeebus. Anyway, um. That was, that was, yeah. The wheels are falling apart on that joke, and it was a unicycle to begin with, so. <laughs> um, I watched Rub Zombies The Munsters. It's cute. Um, Jeff Daniels is not in it, like I thought, which is well, good for his career. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> That's a horrible review of a movie, but also an awesome review of a movie. It was, I mean, it was... It was Rob Zombie... Go ahead. No, I said, you called it cute, so there, we're going to go from there. Like, it was Rob Zombie trying to channel, like, the 60s, and it just didn't... It ultimately, I I thought, didn't work. Um, He complained that he didn't get to do it in black and white, and I'm like, it wouldn't have fucking mattered. Yeah. Like, Herman Munster having, like, terrible dad jokes, and, like, 
Lily and he like instantly falling in love. It's kind of the story of like, mm. the beginning of the Munsters. Okay. Like there's like a like a rock and roll go go dance scene. Like like you know what I mean? It's, like, it's it was very like Rob Zombie going like, what do I want to pull from this decade? Mm. Uh, and just mash up. Like and the pre- the premise of it is like they move to LA because like there's like a, a horror movie host like all like someone like Vincent Price or Elvira who mm. um, she makes an, an appearance as a real estate agent as Elvira or as somebody else uh, as uh, Cassandra Peterson oh, okay <laughs> um, which I mean I, re- I would have recognized because I read oh. her book um, and I follow her on Instagram but I mean she really doesn't look like Elvira if you don't know right what, yeah yeah um She's always the biker chick in Pee Wee Herman. Oh, yeah. So I always remind her. Well, it's because she was in the Groundlings with um, Paul Rubin. Yep. Rubens? Rubens. Rubens. Who played the Penguin's dad in Batman Returns. And in Gotham, the show that you don't want to watch. Who Who did he play? Um, Penguin's but, dad? Yes. Really? That, like, Robin Taylor, whatever yeah. his name is? Mm-hmm. He was good. I mean... I, I just, know it's a show that you don't watch, but... I, I mean, I watched some of it. Jada Pinkett Smith sucks. <laughs> like, on, me, you, on, many, you, on many levels for many reasons. That's how you get slapped, man. Be careful. Oh, my God. If I got slapped by Will Smith, I'd sue them into oblivion. Be worth <laughs> it. Um, <laughs> but anyway, it, the premise of it is, like, Lily's werewolf. I don't know where your burrito is, Homer. Um, Somewhere. The, the, premise the, the premise of, I'm sorry, thank you, is that Lily's werewolf brother from their vampire father, which once in, right. I guess explains how Eddie Munster is a, a you know, is whatever, mm-hmm. um, is trying to swindle, like, real estate out from under Grandpa Munster. It's, it's hackneyed at best. Like, it is very much like something you'd see, like, from the 60s where it's like oh I'm trying to you know steal the house so I can sell it for insurance money or whatever right. all the um, crooked real estate agents from, oh god yeah from yeah, yeah. Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo yeah 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 um, like they're just missing a mustache tutorial like it's yeah. one of those and it, I mean I liked the monsters when I was a kid but this was just like why did this like I don't what's again on paper Rob Zombie, The Munsters. Should, Great. Should be working fine. It just... It feels so slapdash. It feels like... My friend, uh, No Applause Just a Coast, uh, No Applause Just a Deb and I have a whole thing called Typewriter Hands, mm-hmm. where it's like, and then this happens, mm-hmm. and then this happens, and then this happens. It's like mm. getting a story from like a four-year-old. Gotcha. Where it's like, and then Superman's there, and now there's a vampire, and then there's a monkey. And then there's a rainbow. You're like, well, why are all those four things there? Just because. Like, because, because they have type, to be there. Because typewriter hands. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what it felt like. That, and like, I'm sorry, Rob Zombie, if you're, you're listening. I love your music. And I'm sure your wife is, I would say, an adequately capable actor. But just because you directed it doesn't mean she has to be in it. 
Well, there's that. I mean, she... I wasn't a huge fan of House of a Thousand Corpses and thought she was horrible in that. She was way better in Devil's Reject. This one, it was like, uh, uh, okay, but like, I'm still like, it's only because it's your wife. And she's yeah. playing more, not Morticia. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, Lily, mm-hmm. right? Is that the, that's, that's the mom of the Munsters, right? Pretty sure. No, I think about it, but I think so. Because I think it was like Madeline or something was the normal niece. Yeah. Okay. And Grandpa just looks cartoonish. Okay. Like, it looks like, like, almost gaudy. Um, like, Herman Munster looks alright. You're like, eh, that's close enough to, like, what the show was. And, like, mm-hmm. but, like, no one really thinks, like, no one reacts like, oh, my God, there's a Frankenstein's monster. Yeah. Like, there's a few times they kind of go, like, oh. But you're like, if this happened in the real world, which is kind of what they're setting it in, like, mm-hmm. People be freaking the fuck out. Right. At a reanimated like seven foot tall reanimated corpse playing punk. Well, maybe not playing punk rock. Bad example on that one. Mm. There's no one to bat night based on the misfits on that one. Right. Um, is it worth seeing? I mean, I'd say keep living your life. <laughs> like, it's just a nostalgia quake for, you know, probably like 70s to 80s kids where we grew up on that and the Adams family. Mm hmm. Like they're nice nods of like you know the drag uh, the the Dragula and there's the other car that's like whatever the coffin mobile or whatever it right. is. Right. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, like it it feels hollow to me. Okay. Um, pandering is not the right word, but it was like a half-hearted passion project. That's how mm-hmm. I phrase it. Okay. Um. Speaking of, well, stuff from, like, the 80s, um, I watched the, we'll call it the third Fletch movie, Confess Fletch, with John yeah. Hamm. Right. Uh, and Kyle McLaughlin. Yeah, that happened. Okay. Uh, I'm going to paint this in broad strokes, because Calvin hasn't seen it, and it's a murder mystery, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dodge spoilers. Right. It's a lot of fun. It's got the same, like, like, fun, like, he has multiple identities type of thing. But it, it leaves behind the problematic, like, when, like, Chevy Chase has, like, like acts like like Indian. Mm-hmm. He's got, like, brown face, and you're like, oh, okay, let's not, um, yikes. Yeah. Like, it, it kind of dodges all that and kind of does, like, a, like a, a new way of, like, oh, it's, he just kind of makes everything up on the fly. He's right. still got the Lakers hat. Um, it's a lot of fun. I highly, I do recommend you do it. Recommend like, that? I, and I love the Fletch movies. Fletch was great. Um, I'll be honest, I didn't watch them as a kid. I only got to know them after they were mentioned in Mallrats. Oh, okay. Because Brody says, you still got my copy of Fletch, and Shine Doherty says, I've got any of that shit, because he left it over at my place. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, what the fuck's Fletch? Yeah, and then you went and watched it and go, wow, that was actually good. It's, yeah. Very, very, very good. I mean, like I said, the humor's a little uh-huh. nowadays problematic, but... yeah. But it was the reason why Chevy Chase was considered a big deal back then. Because he made movies like that. <laughs> and he did that all on the National Lampoons. The I mean. National Lampoons. Yeah. He had his he had a little streak where he was top of the world. Those were part of him. So. And then he wasn't. And then he was not. Um, but yeah. Concise. But he's going to rebound with Community, the movie. No, he's not. But. He's not going to be in it. I know he's not. Because they killed his character I on know. season 
four or five. Mm. No, it was. You can make a comeback. Just saying. Oh my God, the ghost of Pierce. If they could pull that off. Mm-hmm. Because I know he leaves everything to um, Donald Glover. He leaves everything mm-hmm. to Troy. Yeah. And that's like Troy's like, I'm gonna take this time to figure out who I want to be, and now I have a boat and the money to do it. Mm-hmm. Um. I yeah, I, I can't see. It's not gonna happen. Now the question is: Is Donald Glover gonna come back for the the community movie? That's the question. He I think Joel McHale will. I think what's her name? Jillian. Um, Jillian Wolf. Um, Jillian. Yeah, they were, whatever her name is. Britta. Britta, yeah, Britta. Um, Jillian. Uh, Jillian, ja- uh, Jillian Jacobs. Jill Jacobs. That's right, Jillian Jacobs. Um, Danny Pudi will be back. I know Kim yeah. Jong will be back. Allison. Allison Brie. Allison Brie. Um, Yvette Nicole Brown. Absolutely. Now that Walking Dead's over. Um, <laughs> um, I, Jim Rash. Oh, Jim Rash is going to be back. Has to be back, right? Oh, God, the Dean was one of the best parts of that entire show. Mm-hmm. What's Dean got to do with it? When he mm-hmm. looks at the picture of the Dalmatians, he goes, I hope this doesn't, do, I hope this doesn't awaken anything sexually. <laughs> um, I'm imagining I'd like to see John Oliver come back. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, Starburns. Yeah. Starburns. Starburns has got to come Starburn back. Starburns has to be back. So, Pop Pop Kid. Pop Pop? Oh, what was his name? It was like... It was like Maximum or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, just the... What was it? It was the the episode where like they're debating. Yeah. And he goes, Pop Pop. And then Leonard, the old guy, goes... <laughs> and just... It's back and forth, back and forth. Oh my god, that show's so fucking funny. But Community, yeah, I, speaking of which, is getting its hashtag six, six seasons in a movie. Yep. Surprise, surprise, because, I mean, Community is one of my favorite shows, but I never held out hope for a movie. I mean, it's going to be one of those, like, streaming movies, but... Oh, yeah. Counts. 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 So counts. Now, do I hope they bring back the cape? No. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I, I watched that. That's going to be all the trailers for it. Oh, my God. It's going to be like fake trailers like fucking Tropic Thunder. Yeah. Oh, my God. Did I'll you think... watch The Cape? No. It had some decent people in it. Like, it had... I'm going to... I always fuck this up. Is it... Keith David is the black guy? No, it's David Keith. David Keith. David Keith is the black guy. Keith David is the white guy. Believe so, yes. Okay. So David Keith, black guy, yes. Uh, he plays like the mentor character. You're looking it up, aren't you? I am looking it up. Yeah, thank you. I think it's yeah. I mean, the one that was in like. She's the president of the United States, Rick and Morty. Yeah, and he was in them. No, them. them? They. The- them. Them. Voices spawn. Juicy. Okay, hold it's on. Keith I don't- David. Okay, it's Keith David and David Keith is the white guy. So Keith David, um, he's in it as a mentor character, and Vinny Jones of all fucking people, they live, is like the like killer croc equivalent. Okay. Where he's like the head of like you know the mafia or whatever, but like where's like a kingpin, but he's got like leathery reptile skin. It was not great. Yeah. It may only made it one season. Yeah. Like, Grimm went on for longer than that show, and Grimm got 
real stupid real fast. Oh. Grimm started to suck like season two. I actually did watch Grimm. Hmm. Well, some of it. Because um, it was uh, one of the mutant enemy people from Buffy. It was like one of oh. those people that were working on it. Okay. So, um, then it was like a, a werewolf guy fell in love with a sheep girl. And it was like, that's just not how it's done. And I was like, that's kind of funny. It's kind of a fun dynamic. Werewolf by sheep? That'd be their kids. That'd be their kids. Mm-hmm. So when a wolf person and a sheep person love each other very much not to eat each other, they right. give each other special wolf sheep hugs. Yes. That's the name of the episode. I'm writing it down. Wolf sheep hugs. Wolf sheep hugs. Um, <laughs> so I'm on like nine different tangents all of a sudden. Uh, mm-hmm. Speaking of... Fuck. David Keith. Nope. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He was the voice of Spawn, right? He was the voice of Spawn, I believe. Or no, he was... Keith David. He was, Keith David. Keith David. Oh, he was the voice of Spawn in the animated. That's what I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you see that Jimmy Fox is attached to the new Spawn movie? I did not see that. Yeah. Like, legit, Oscar-winning actor, Jamie Fox. Who stooped to play the one of the worst electros? He did redeem himself. He redeemed himself. Um, is rumored to be playing what's his name? Well, I mean Spawn, but Spawn. I can't. I can't think Spawn, of Spawn, but I can't think of his actual character um, name. It'll come to me in a second. Um, I know the the name's the wife's name is Wanda. Like I can work it backwards from there, but okay. um, I'm wondering if they got that scene where he tries to like turn back into his human form and it turns into a white guy and he's like no I'm black and I'm like hmm it was the 90s it was a different time yes Al Simmons fuck yeah there you go I knew I'd get there um all I got left is well <laughs> what a terrible segue oh, speaking uh, of black people that Atlanta. Is, that is a terrible segue. That is a sweaty that fucking is a segue. segue. And I apologize. I'm sorry. The segue could have been, speaking of Donald Glover from five minutes ago. <laughs> also, I could have said African Americans <laughs> instead of black people, let's be honest. Um, speaking of where Donald Pierce's boat goes... No, Donald Pierce is a member of the Reavers. No, that's Donald right. Glover is, yeah. We're jumping around. Now Pierce is the name of it, yeah. Now we're jumping now, around. Now we're doing weird mashups. Yeah. You're like, you know, when Chevy Chase dies and comes back as a cyborg that hunts Wolverine, but Childish Gambino's on a boat, we're like, wait, what? And says the N word because it's okay. Um, Atlanta, and we'll wrap up on this. Yeah. Um, Atlanta season four has yeah. been fan fucking tastic. It really has been. It, it, honestly, I think it figured out what it was trying to do last season. Because last season it would be like, main story, weird. I made a joke and called it like African American Mirror. But like weird, like Black Mirror Twilight Zone episode. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of jarring. It took you out of the season. Yeah, a little bit. Um, I mean... it was a great season. Like the, mm-hmm. the the reparations episode was awesome. Yeah. 
Um, the one, you know, everything about like the Vanessa was great. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one kind of, I think, cracked the code on what they were trying to do. This because, one is just weird and awesome. Well, you do have like the like like you do have a, an A B story situation where you do have a story about the characters being in Atlanta, yeah. but you also do have kind of the weird mm-hmm. elements of like on the I think it's the first episode where it was like the wheelchair bound um, Karen. Karen, that's hunting down yeah. Darius. Darius, for trying to return his own stuff. Like and she's like, I can't let you steal that. And he's like, Oh no, I was just trying to get return, a it, return like, it. Which I mean, it wasn't. If you know the character, you're like, of course that would happen. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't that happen? Yeah, and it becomes a a nice little cat and mouse game. And he's trying to get away, and she's just riding on this little rascal, which has the most battery power I've ever seen in any rascal ever. Usually those she was like, but, she was like a carinator. Yeah, like, that's what pretty it. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. And the fact that like Al or Paperboy is like kind of like gets it like doesn't get in the middle of it but like kind of like notices like in the middle of it where he's like what the fuck is yeah. going on but then yeah. ends up going on god that's an A, B, and C story for the yeah, first an, episode yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think about it because um, he's trying to get he's he's trying to figure out the baby blue or whatever the trying to get to a funeral well, he's following the, yeah, the, the scavenger hunt. The scavenger hunt. To a funeral, at yeah. which point is interrupted by Ern and Vanessa, who have been, like, trapped, trapped in a him. mall for mm-hmm. time unknown mm-hmm. with their exes. Yeah, everyone they run into in their world, in their mall, is an ex that they have dated at some point in time. So, yeah. Which kind of foreshadowed at one point Vanessa goes, I don't want to be an ex like this to you. And he goes... You'll never be an ex like, you know, this. Right. I'm yeah. assuming they reconcile by the end of the season. I can't imagine they wouldn't. Probably. Um, now, the journey that's going to take, that's a whole other story. Mm-hmm. But you've got that. You've got um, Paperboy basically getting bought for a million dollars. And then to, finding out... To mentor a kid into the rap game. So he had a... There was a... A bar mitzvah. A bar mitzvah. He gets paid a million dollars to mentor this kid that wants to be a rapper. And then he, in the course of that, he finds out that he's really undersold himself. And that's the white avatar guy. Yeah. The white avatar story. Get yourself a white avatar, you'll be making money for the rest of your days. What was the one with... Oh, God, what was... It was like the Mr. Chocolate episode. It was like the one that's like... Totally taking down um, Tyler Perry. Mm-hmm. That was the one that just... No, that was a couple ago. That was a couple ago. But that one was a really good one. It's like, I'm invulnerable to grits. Mm -hmm. And once again, and Calvin and I have talked about it, and we've talked about it in a good way. We know we're not the target market here. Mm -mm. But, like... Still very good. I think... I I will say... Well, maybe I'm going to get a little real here, but... Um, being both on paper minorities but still quite white let's just be honest Um, I don't know how you feel about what I just said but I was going to kind of it's not inaccurate no (laughs) Um, I can still empathize with some of the stuff 
Yeah. Not, not saying 100%. That's not... Internet, leave me alone. Mm-hmm. Um, which I would say anyway, but... Um, but I think it really... They, they found... They found the feel for the final season. Mm-hmm. Um, which is half over. Uh, yeah, we haven't even talked about my favorite episode that happened this year. What was that? Where he... Um, Who he? Um, Earn goes to therapy. Okay. And then... Okay. And then before then you get before you even get to the middle of that, mm-hmm. the fact that the episode ends with him going, "I might need to go back to therapy," mm-hmm. is fucking one of the most well earned moments ever. Yeah. Yes, it very is. So he's doing therapy. He's, he's doing ther- really well. He's doing therapy. He's doing very well. He he is trying to get through his problems. He talks about, you know, what is his holdups and what is his things, and he tells this story about how he's trying to go to Europe with his family and gets stopped at the airport and at the airport he gets basically runs into an airport Karen that throws her weight around herself and her ability to control his life and basically ends up ruining his trip and sorry for the uh, awkward edit point Uh, there was like a, a bathroom Break slash re up re up Doug's nicotine levels to non murdery uh, levels. Right. But we were talking about the second episode in Atlanta and basically how Ern was talking about his. Oh, the therapy. How the far did you go through that? I got to the part where it was him talking about the story about the woman at the right, airport. Right. The TSA ba- agent. The TSA agent who basically. Ruined his vacation. Wouldn't let him and get on the, the plane. Daughter's birthday, I think, because it was a daughter. It was for his daughter's birthday, and how he basically got upset at her, and basically it ruined the whole trip, and he couldn't go, and he, the whole trip was canceled. That was what he was telling to the therapist. The B story is this woman who is wrote a children's book, book, and received a phone call of interest from publishers. Who want to make this, you know, then her. And then they, want to, they want to publish her book. And they, they want to do a really reading. Good. And they didn't like, want to do a reading. They want to do. going to be a big um, uh, publisher there, or no, uh, publicist or publicist something there. Publicist there. They were going to get, you know. It's like a dream get, come true. They were going to get press. It was a dream come true. They were going to get and artists to art to write the, and to every, illustrate it. It was, and oh, it was really awesome. Could go wrong with that scenario. Went wrong with that scenario, and you do feel well. You feel bad for her because I mean, mm-hmm. really, everything was so out of her control. Mm-hmm. You're like, "Oh God, what is going on?" Mm-hmm. And like one, like, well, not one, but like, kind of. For when I was watching, I'm like, "Why is this the B story? Like, mm-hmm. this is kind of a weird one." Mm-hmm. And then you find out. And then you find out. I'll give you the reveal. <laughs> the reveal is cut to the very last scene. Ern is at a basically a final screening party after her horrible reading at the library, it was live streamed to a bar, and Ern is drinking shots and having this massive cast party because it was all a hoax on her because she was turned out to be the woman that destroyed his vacation. And I think at one point early earlier on, mm-hmm. he says something about like running on spite or like mm-hmm. fueled by spite. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he was, I mean, he just basically demonstrated it to the fullest amount. To the point where like, Darius goes up and goes, I don't know if you're a terrorist or if you're just super petty. Yeah. Or baby both. And 
that's basically what it was. And it ends with, once again, like I said, like, Earn going, maybe I need to keep going to maybe therapy. Maybe I need to go back to therapy. Because that was elaborate. An elaborate, elaborate thing. Like, and expensive from what I'm together. Like, yeah, he had actors play the, the publisher that was interested in it. The children? The children that the... The, the illustrator, mm-hmm. like, every person that was part of it that wasn't Her. the lady. Mm-hmm. She got gamed big time. And it was awesome. And it broke her. And, like, broke and, her. Like, and then, of course, like, the internet video of, uh, internet video of her, like, crying, then, like, almost losing her dog, and, like, mm-hmm. everything about it was, like, tragic. Mm-hmm. And here Erin is, just drinking it up in a bar, thinking it's the greatest thing ever. And it kind of was for episode reason, but in real life, that is horrible. That is, that's psychopathic. I yeah. mean, it really is. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the second episode. I was like, holy shit, this is where they're going to start. Where are they going to go in episode three? And so far, they have not had a se- uh, an episode that wasn't awesome. No. I think it's been so- Even the, uh, we were talking about the last episode, which is the mid-season finale, um, the Crank Dat Killer. Mm-hmm. That, like, it turns into a This Is America music video halfway through. Mm-hmm. Which I appreciate. Um, but you find out, like, and then the, the A story is like, you're like, okay, there's suspense and, like, what's mm-hmm. going on. Yeah. And then the B story is Ern and Darius making out for... um Fair shoes. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> like Nike miracles. Um, I didn't look them up, but I assume they're hard to find. I assume so, too. And how that intertwined was pretty good. Oh, God, yeah, like, the way... Every, like, one thing, the... Not yeah. that, like, not that... Not that every season is good... Mm-hmm. But I really do think they're pulling up all the stops on this season. Yeah. I mean, other than the last one, like, they figured it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, one and two are really straightforward. Three started to experiment, and you're like, mm-hmm. okay, this is working, this isn't. And four is like, boom. Firing mm-hmm. all cylinders. Everything works. Yeah. In ways you didn't ever expect. I wonder if they're going to touch on the fact that Paperboy threw that guy through a window. <gasps> oh my God! Through, that was the glass so door. Where he's like, he was just trying to rap for him. He was like, "Oh God, it was a jacuzzi." And he goes, "Fucking <laughs> shooter!" And yeah. just chucks him like diehard style <laughs> through a window. window. Mm. And he's like, "This is my moment." <laughs> and you're like, "There's your white avatar, buddy." Mm-hmm. Like the kid actually has talent. Honestly, yeah. now that I say that, that sounds like somewhere it could go. It could be. Might come out at the very next season. Did you throw somebody through a window? It, it won't be the next. Well, next episode. Ne- ne- next episode or next couple of but, episodes. But you know, by the end of yeah. By the end of this season, that might be re- that might be readdressed. Yes. Where it's like there was the opportunity mm. and. Yeah. Also, do you find it weirdly innocuous? Like, you really don't know how popular Paperboy is, because like he goes like, when he was in the house during the, where he was the, the killer pumping? show. Yeah. Or the killer episode. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm rich. Like, I've got this house. It's well furnished. He's mm-hmm. got the, famously got the black truck. Mm-hmm. But yet he's doing a bar mitzvah. Right. Like, it's very disparate, like, where he is financially. And they do make mm-hmm. that. They do make when that they talk point. about the, the, the white avatar where they're like, mm-hmm. you made one million, but you could have made ten. Mm-hmm. And then you figure at the end of that episode, he actually did find a white avatar, so he was making money off of that. So maybe he made ten million off of that. 
I don't know. Off of the death of Yodel Boy? Yeah. Oh my god. Little Merc Moranis. What a mm. fucking great joke. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, this is very, they're, they are rich. They are, are. But they do say, like, this lifestyle is expensive. Yeah. So you might be, you know, making millions of dollars Kinda, but spending hundreds of thousand dollars in the process. It, it sounds like he's implied that he's, like, racially selling out, I think, is mm. kind of that one episode. Mm. Oh, when he made the clothing line? In Europe? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I think we'll see where that goes. We'll see where that goes. But yeah, that was an interesting, interesting show. But no, I, it's so enjoyable to watch this season. It's it's great. It's, it, it, once again, it sucks it's the last season. Mm-hmm. But I think they're going out like on their own terms, which I can respect. Yeah. Um, I know there are shows that we've watched where we went... Could have used one more season. Could have used two less seasons. Right. Um, you and I have talked about Walking Dead off air. I mean, mm-hmm. Walking Dead's like... Walking Dead at this point is Walking Dead. Is Walking Dead. And they and keep... I, I hate to say that because I love that show. I really do. My this thing last, is like, all the this, spinoffs this, suck. This last season hasn't got it to me there yet. I'm, I'm like, you're just biding your time until all the spinoffs... From this or gonna give me syndicated. Um, well, syndication, sure. But I, my thing is like this: the spinoffs suck. Fear the Walking Dead's awful. I don't care about Tales from the Walking Dead or whatever that is. Tales from the Walking Dead had a couple of. There was only it was only really? a one season. Had a couple episodes that was actually pretty good. Okay. They, I mean, like, it's alone. It's its own little mini world. They explain it and then it's done. And you're like, okay, cool. Had nothing to do with anything other than it was the fact that it had zombies in it. There was a, there's a third spinoff because there's yeah there was tit there's fear then there was the one with the kids which is beyond is it beyond the Walking Dead yeah. or that one that one didn't did not deserve to happen yeah it's like season. kids that grew up in the post yeah. zombie apocalypse which once is a cool idea but it's like it's got to be done well and that's a that's the problem it they. They make it feel like like the DC extended universe movies where it's like mm-hmm. just laws of diminishing returns. Yeah. I'm like they're doing the last episodes this season and I'm really waiting for them to do something with it. Have like three or four episodes into it and I'm like, where are you going? So that's sad. That and like I think they should just pull a black mirror and do seasons that are half like half the length. Or half the amount of episodes, but double the budget. Yeah. That's where I would go with stuff like Walking Dead spinoffs. Where I'm like, That's... instead of doing 20 episodes, do 8 to 10 and have double the budget and make it a better fucking show. Yeah. But that's me. I also, like, you know, I watch Black Mirror on Netflix and, God, the BBC shit's so much better. And they had less money. Yeah. I got nothing after that. I got nothing after that either. All right. <laughs> so, uh, from Nerd Vomit, I'm Doug. Thank you for enjoying uh, my Nerd Vomit. And from <laughs> Nerd Vomit. And I'm Calvin. Thank you for listening to me vomit over nerd stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're like, we're like, oh, no, not, that's not a good metaphor at all. So, we'll, we'll skip the dog-eating vomit that I was going to think of. Okay. Uh, and, as always... Yes. 
Remember, only suck clean dick. If you've liked what you've heard, check out some of our other shows like No Applause, Just the Clap, Damn, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, Nerd Vomit, and I Hate Kathy Hammond. We can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor FM, Google Play, or www.bacnpodcast.com. Oh, yeah.